I think she said it was a I'm guy. I'm getting he's so heated right now. But like he's, he's letting random people sleep s- in the roommate's rooms. What? Oh my god. I'm I'm already digging a grave. Six feet. And welcome back to Give It To Me Straight. Welcome back. <laughs> All right. It's been a long day. Let's... Whoa, 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 whoa. I was going to cheers you. I don't like to wait. Ooh, this is good. It should be. It's Floral Springs. Mm, mom, mom. My mom gave us a bottle of wine like two years ago from Napa. It's and we've true. been carrying it around forever. And, I was, and Alex was like, you know what? This is a good time to open it. Oh, my God. And I just ruined it. I just took a sip. I don't care. Honestly, well, that's how tired I am. I was going to say, I asked you first. You didn't even have the glass to your mouth yet. And you still took it. I was like, hey, why don't we cheers? And you're like, no. You didn't say let's cheers. I just did. There's literally a recording of me saying let's cheers. And you're like, I don't give a fuck. Honestly, it was probably already like too close. All right, one more time. An air cheers. Cheers to um, cheers. this pod and our house and our health and wellness and our happiness. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. I can't reach you to clink, but yeah. a nice, nom nom nom. A nice cab. A nice cab. Hold on, let me put this red. down over here. We haven't had a drink for our podcast since like episode one. We're actually maybe like one of our guests, Abby or Layla. I think. We what was wine. the first name we were gonna have for the podcast? The Dirty Duo. And it was gonna be like random drinks. Yeah. Well, because we love dirty martinis, That's so right. we we're gonna do that. So someone else can take it. We're not sold to it. We might still own the domain. So if you try to like buy <laughs> the Dirty Duo website, it's probably still ours for like a year <laughs> also it's because we've been recording podcasts in like 15 different places hence right now we're in our kitchen right now yeah doing so this. welcome to the in the house studio of the kit of our kitchen but also sometimes we record like after coffee in the morning so i'm not going to be crushing a martini at like 9 a.m i actually like doing our morning podcast i just feel like i'm more creative in alert the morning. yeah yeah like at first when we were talking about doing podcasts i was like Oh, I'm going to enjoy a drink and some wine. But then I think like we're, we're already so, dead. Like yeah, right we're now so we're dead. dead. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you guys aren't getting our best selves. And like, I'm just kidding. Every day has been crazy. This <laughs> whole week has been bananas. Bananas. Bananas and pajamas. Wow. That just, we went to different places. You went to bananas and pajamas. And I went to Gwen Were you old enough to watch that show when it came out? Yeah. Bananas in pajamas. I don't think that's how it goes. That's. Okay. Moving I'm on. Sure that's how Moving on. I want to t- say my low first, okay? Because I n- I always I forget know. about this segment. I never remember. Well, think of it when I'm saying mine. Okay. My low was going to be something completely different, but I need to say what you just made me do. My low is putting on that onesie <gasps> for Purina. No, that should be your high. No, it, one I put it on wrong. It was did you snug or did it up I my nuts. It <laughs> one of us put it on wrong. I feel like the Purina symbol is supposed to be on the back. It doesn't matter. I Who, don't know. I think it's so random that they have onesies. They gave us like things for Kobe's shedding and then onesies. But like, I guess it makes sense. Like, if it's their marketing ploy to be like, oh, like if your dog is wearing this, like let's just give one to mom and dad also. I think they should sponsor NASCAR because I felt like I was a pick. Crew member yeah, or a surf company because it looked like we were surfing i just feel like i've sold my soul to like social media yeah you have if alex <laughs> is like if alex tells me to jump i say how high apparently it's been a year of you doing this so it's been over a year i don't know why you're not used to it yet <sighs> i don't know 
I, I don't know. But you know what? I do get messages from people that say, like, your husband is a saint. I'm like, mm. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I feel like you get a lot of messages and you don't tell me because you don't want me to, like, get no. a big head. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it, too. Like, your ego is just big enough. I'm words of affirmation, baby. That's you, true. I, give me all of it. I need all of it. Maybe I should. If, like, Every day. If you weren't dyslexic and I knew you could spell well, I would let you be in charge of emails. That's that's hurtful. <laughs> but But I agree. You're right. John, like if you were to respond to all of our clients, it would be like, this is cool. Like I don't, I would have to, I would have to check everything. So it's but why easier. does everything have to be so detailed? Like do it to the point. Like, Hey, I'm in, I'm down to do this TikTok. How much? Not done. just that, but like, I'm talking about like our actual company, like our weddings and our clients and our uh, brides and no, our grooms. They would be like, is this a toddler emailing me? <laughs> a toddler. A toddler. <laughs> A tot. Right. So I'll just I'll just take care of client communications. And I'll like, just be the grunt labor. And I told you that you can handle I'll the carry Instagram. all the tripods. I told film. you to handle the Instagram for the podcast and you were like, nah. Yeah, that does not sound like I'm fun not to creative. Me. I don't want it. I'm not creative. Yeah, you are. Give yourself I'm, more I'm just credit. like, I, I'm the task man. I want to list the tasks and I'm going to bump them out. And I feel like accomplished when I do those tasks. Moving on. So what's your, that was your low? Yeah. My low is putting on that onesie. What's well, your low? I would say that's my high, but I have a different high. But it does include you. Um, my low is I feel like I haven't had enough time to do home-cooked meals this week. Like, we've just been so busy. You made that, that pita pizza thing. I like it. It was good. Yeah, I and know. And you made like, chicken balls. I know. <laughs> yeah, those are actually really good. But like... Can you actually describe what they are? <laughs> so people they're know. just like chicken. It's like chicken meatballs. But I added basil and some bacon in there. Mm. They were really good. But I just feel like... You know, I like being settled. I like having time to cook dinner and not feeling rushed. Like tonight, like what are we even doing for dinner? We don't even know. I put all that chicken in the sink. I know, but like uh, it just, I hate feeling rushed because then I just, I just, I don't know. So anyway, that's my low is that I just feel like I haven't really been devoting enough time in the kitchen because we've just been so This is just the start, busy. baby. Just the start because wedding season is That is right the one now. plus about staying with my parents is, and your parents is that we don't have to worry about meals like we get we're so much more productive during the day because it's not like we have to end to cook i know so when we go to new york your mom's got like a whole her mom does like a whole salad bar for us it's great she introduced me to spread. like mufalada if you guys have never had mufalada go to costco get yourself a Ooh, jar yeah you will shit your pants if you eat too much <laughs> it will be good for your skin though because a lot of oil it does make your feet skin. smell bad though i think that's just you no what are you talking that about that doesn't happen to me i mean i eat a lot of it that's so true if i'm like gobbling it up it's a lot of oil i feel like there's other things that probably make your feet smell besides mufalada that's the only time my feet smell is when i have mufalada i don't know we have to like smell my feet right now no smell my feet right now no all right come here i that you're way too far stick your put your face over here I can't smell anything. My feet don't smell. Anything. Anyways. Okay, so then what's your high? But Jen, going back to my mom, she's a great cook and super healthy, so. Jen, her mom, not Jen, my sister. There's a lot of Jens. There are a lot of Jens in our Dan's. life. Um, okay, so my high was working out at the gym with you today. I saw John take off his shirt, not like that. No, I took off he my took sweatshirt. Off his sweatshirt. So his, but you had like a uh, tank on. I thought you were like, you have like, or like a tree stump body. a muscle body. tee. And I'm across from the gym and I'm just like, wow, I'm so lucky that like I get to stare at this piece of meat, but also take him home. Oh, man. I just instantly was like, we got to go fuck now. Oh, my God. <laughs> All yours, boo boo. Yeah. I'm just trying to keep you interested. You know, you are uh, succeeding. Alex and I. Did. How am I doing, John? Am I keeping you interested? Oh, of course. I mean, you're the love of my life. You're a smoke. 
Don't act like I like am holding your balls <laughs> in my hands right now. You're my, you're my, you're you smoke. are beautiful. <laughs> no, I, you're smoke. I but, know. I'm but beautiful. I like Alex and I made a pact like we to keep each other interested. You have to work out. We'll be the first ones to call each other out. Like, hey. But when we take rest days, it's like don't we, eat that. We have to commit to rest days. I'm glad that um you're keeping up your end of the bargain because <laughs> you are keeping me interested for sure. You too. You too. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. This is making me uncomfortable. My high is... Oh, I forgot to tell my mom. Uh, My mom told me, she was like, if you're going to say anything inappropriate, just say earmuffs, mom. And I don't think I've done that once. So too late, mom. You listen to me talking about wanting to have sex with my husband again. Oh, God, this is awkward. (laughs) Anyways, my high is I'm almost done with the office. You know, I'm I'm trying to make this office upstairs as comfortable and like the creative space that Alex needs. I painted the that walls. Alex needs. Like you You're, want it to be cool too. I can care less. I can have a lawn chair. That is bullshit. Facing the fucking wall with a TV. You were like most a, excited about the office. You give were me like, a laptop, what are we going to do? Laptop. A laptop. <laughs> Lappy tappy. Give me a laptop on a TV tray facing the wall. I could care less. No, that's you like in the living room playing COD. Like you could just stare at a blank TV on a beanbag chair. The only thing I care about is a really good computer chair for lumbar lumbar support. I got a bad back. Oh, but like there's what cute supportive computer chairs are out there. I know you're the creative one. I'm the doer. Well, my dad's the doer. My dad's pretty much on the whole office. I'm just his. He said I'm a really good apprentice, which makes my sister jealous. That's good, though. I mean, it's coming together. It looks really good. Yeah, Thank you. Painted the walls black. We got a satin mahogany finish on the table. Now we just got to put the shelves up. Looks good. I'm excited for it to come together and then not edit in there until December. So is that your low then? (laughs) Add that to the list of my lows is not being able to edit in there. So John, what are we talking about today? How do you know when to move in with your significant other? Yeah. Like how do you know when it's time? So how did you know, John, that it was time for us? I think we've talked about it before. I mean, we had to. I feel like if we didn't move together to New York, we probably wouldn't be together. Be together or just like have moved in together that quickly? I don't think we would have been together because... Well, well that's fucking rude. I don't actually remember. Did we move because we decided to do it together or were you moving either way? Now I don't remember. No, we were moving together. Like it was oh, a mutual okay. decision. So like now I'm a little bit offended. <laughs> You're like, if we didn't move to New York, I would have broken up with your ass. Well, I'm saying if you moved to New York and I stayed in North well, Carolina. Right. Yeah, because yeah. well, we, we both knew that we didn't want to do long distance, but you were, it was your fucking idea. You were like, yeah, if like New York is where we're going to get weddings, then let's move. I would move. And then that's when you start looking at therapy. And I was like, okay. Yeah, true. I mean, whatever. Nothing was holding me back. You, I'm like... I just don't remember. I feel like I hate filling in the blanks because I I could just make shit up and you would be like, I just don't remember. I'd be like, "Uh uh-huh, you're right. I agree. No, but half the time you disagree. And you were, and that's your excuse is because you don't remember. But yeah, but I just want to make you happy. So that's why I let you uh, fill in the blanks to how to what your narrative is and then just deny that what i'm saying is true <laughs> you're just keeping me on my toes but i just remember though just having on the, edge yeah 24 7 forever <laughs> but i do remember having the conversation about um our future pretty early on and just being like are, if we're going to invest time into each other obviously the next step would be moving in together um i know that that's not everyone's first step well hold on because 
I don't think we would have moved in together if we didn't move to New York. If we were just going to stay in North Carolina, like That's I still true. had my job, I would have stayed well, with Goo. I don't think we would have moved in with each other as quickly, but I think it would have been the next step. Like I, I know that we weren't people who were like, oh, we're not going to move in with each other until we're married. Some people do that and moving to a new city living in new york if you know the new york market it is so expensive to live on your own especially outside of your parents house but without a roommate or without your partner it is so expensive so we were like regardless of what where we're going to be in new york we have to live together which to didn't matter because we ended up living with your grandmother anyways yeah. we were like oh we're gonna live with my grandma for six months while we figure out where we're gonna live oh my god two years later but honestly it was so fun grandma was the best roommate and then all the time grandma was like hey this is uh you're not playing house here we're not playing you're not playing house let's go but then we got engaged pretty soon after that and then we still the we still live there i was there. feeling the heat but your dad saying shit or get off the pot i knew i knew it was up we could do a whole episode though about being roommates with grandma that was that was fun she's times. the best she really gmati gmati but i do think though that if we weren't moving to new york starting a business we would have lived separately at least for a little bit longer it's funny because i wonder how long it would take before we would move in together if we still were in north carolina because nothing changed nothing shifted you know like i still have my nine to five and you still were i don't think you would have bit the bullet and started a company in new york if we didn't move you have to like make yourself uncomfortable to change so i think that that was like a good shift for us to be like all right we're making moves this is something different and in order to grow but i think um you moving away from goo was a little bit tough i was <laughs> you moved away from abby no, no, and no, your girlfriend not tough i think though that if we were still in raleigh you i don't think that you and goo would have split up i think it would have been harder and vice versa same. though yeah, you, no. you being with abby that's what i'm saying i think you're when you're so comfortable yes in your life i agree it's yes. like well why do I have oh to change? Oh my God, change? I had so much fun living with my girlfriends. Like living with Abby was the best. I we would have been full-blown alcoholics if we just <laughs> yeah. stayed with our friends. That's true. That's true. We probably still would not be married or... <laughs> oh my God, I know. ...have gotten anywhere in life. But like, again, that's like where... You take those steps and when you're ready, but I do think that sometimes you do have to make yourself uncomfortable in order to grow. Also, I think when you know, you know. I mean, how long were we dating? Like a year? Uh, I think we were together for like 10-ish months before, or maybe eight months. I don't know. Uh, I think it was a little longer than that. We knew each other for at least a year. When you know, you know, though. That's like the big thing. Right. And that's what I mean. Like we had that conversation pretty early on that we knew that we were investing in a future with one another. So like you could tell it's just like when you're comfortable, like I was comfortable making that decision. There was no it was like easy. Yeah, it was no I wasn't like stressed out about doing it. Yeah. Which like I'm very I don't like change, which is crazy. I never like change. So the reasons for us in the beginning was um, distance. Like we didn't, we knew we didn't want to do long distance. So that was number one of like, okay, we're going to move to this new city together. But then for us, it was very financial and like logistical. Like we weren't going to live separately, moving to a new city with one another. I think that that's the case for a lot of people. When people are comfortable in a place and like they don't have an excuse of moving why do you think they choose to move in with one another? That is such a tough question. I, I have no idea. That's that's what I was wondering about us. Like, we were so comfortable living with our friends. We had jobs. There was no stress. Like, when do you decide, like, fuck it, I'm ready, you know? Like, does just like an internal feeling come up where you're like, okay, now I'm well, ready I to think move in? Sometimes it's timing. Like, if your lease is up and then, like, maybe your roommate is moving to a new city or, your roommate, like that's, I think what happened with me. Um, okay. So something environmental. 
Right. Like where you have no one else to live with or like you just don't want to live alone again because it is a, a huge financial burden going from two people paying for rent versus one or two people paying for a mortgage versus one. And like we're not diving into like buying a property with someone because that's like a whole nother ballgame. Just talking really about just, like cohabitating. Yeah, yeah exactly. Cohabitating. Cohabitating. <laughs> I wrote that down. Yeah. So it's pretty much it's just going to be a shift in something in your life. If, if nothing is changing, I don't think you're going to do anything about it. It's like if one like I know when one of my friends got married, like five of them, it was like boom, boom, boom. They all got married like around the same time. It's like you just notice a difference. But I think a lot of people could probably relate to being too comfortable in their space and like I could see one person wanting to move forward in your relationship and wanting to move in with one another and the other person just being like, but why? Like, why would we change what we have? You know, we have our separate spaces, which is great and fine. Why? Like, why do we need to, you know, up and move? And I mean, that's fine, too. You just have two different personalities there and two different outlooks on life. If that person's, you know, is comfortable where they're at and one person wants to move on, well, obviously that's not going to work out. So it's just, yeah, I think though, if this is someone who you see a future with again, and so some people like morally or like because of their religion choose to not live with another person until they're married. So like, that's a separate conversation. How you, you were raised. Well, and, right. Yeah. I mean, I was raised like that. Like you weren't supposed to move in, you know, or hook up <laughs> or you weren't or supposed anything. to move in. Yeah. You weren't supposed to, you know, see another naked man before I'm pretty sure you were our married. parents weren't supposed to drink and drive or <laughs> smoke weed or go to Woodstock or do a, any of the, <laughs> the 9,000. Yeah. But so like, if that's, you know, if you guys are mutual and on the same page about that, like that's, you know, you've had that conversation, but if you both know that you are fine with moving in with one another before marriage and like, that's the next step in your relationship, how do you kind of bring up that conversation if you are ready and maybe your partner isn't? You're wasting your time you're wasting your fucking time if you don't bring it up bring it up sooner than later because if it, if that's not a value of theirs or if that's not something that's a priority in their life they're not gonna do it well because it's also just like what is the next step like what why are you they're probably like why does there have to be another step if someone's like that like dude you got that's just a value well i think it's also evaluating where you are in your life like if you're in your early 20s there's no need to move in with someone if like you're you just but you're putting you don't need to do that either uh, what, what's it like when people are like oh it's been six months now i need to move in like no that. i'm not saying that like there doesn't because, need to be a timetable but i don't think just because like age matters but like i i do think though there's a maturity aspect or a maturity element of like feeling rushed into moving in with someone. Whereas like give yourself some time to enjoy living with roommates. Like there's no rush to move in with someone, but I'm talking about like when you get to the place in your life where like your friends are married, your friends are moving in with their significant others and like how to have that conversation with your partner if they're not there yet. I'm all about breaking the norm though. You could do whatever, do whatever you want, do whatever you feel is right in your life. There's people who are high school sweethearts. I mean, think about everyone, our grandparents' generation getting married like at 18 years old, right out of high school. It's like when you know, you know, and it's it's up to you to make that choice. Well, and just having communicate open communication about it. Yeah, and that's how it should be. I don't think it should be frowned upon by anyone like when someone gets married or moves no, in together. No, I'm not, I'm not saying that like you, like if it is equal or like if both parties agree to do that, I'm talking about like when there's a mismatch there and like when one person is ready oh. to take the next step and the other person is like, I'm enjoying living with my friends. I understand what you're saying. So back to John's fun facts. Can't wait. Fact, man. A 2015 study by rent.com, <laughs> which okay. who knows how reliable yeah. that is. 
stated that 37% of couples move in together after they've been in a relationship for six months to one year. Okay. I mean, again, at that point, you know. Um, and I, I know that... The study was probably like 50 people. Like, I don't know how yeah, many, how many like, people were in that study. Who knows? I'm pretty sure it was an evidence-based research, but whatever. <laughs> You're the fact man. The fact man. <laughs> I'm the fact man. But I do know, like, a lot of people say, like, when you're in relationships, before you get married, you need to live with one another to know if you're compatible in a space together. Do you agree with that? I do agree with that. You do? Of course. I mean, I don't know. Because that's I, what we did. That's so what I'm we biased. Did. Okay, but I do feel like... I also agree with if your culture, religion says don't do it before you get married. And if you believe in that, then that's fine too. I agree. But I do think though that like it's not necessarily essential because if you are dating someone you are comfortable enough to be in their space spend time with each other at each other's homes you know um, so you've slept been together, over okay so you're like you're being with them every single night yeah like you should know what their living styles are like like it's not going to be a complete 180 it shouldn't be a complete surprise to you if you were to move in with them like oh my god they're a slob and i had no idea like you've been to their place you should know there that. is factors though that come into play and i think finances is one of the biggest things true so fun fact john oh, here he comes god, got, i got one? one more study by pew research center pew not pubes took a study <laughs> not pubes took a study of a little less than ten thousand people it's like 9500 and asked what was the reason for moving in together Majority of them stated love or companionship. 38% of them said it was for like, it was financially smart to do so. Right. Yeah. So I guess that doesn't really correlate. It kind of correlates what we're saying, but I mean, like, that's you, probably... you kind of said it earlier about like us moving to New York. Like we couldn't afford to be living. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all the people in New York, especially in this market, you think they want to be fucking living with their parents? No, but like, that's what you can afford. I'm sure a lot of the parents are charging rent, but like, it's like you have to have a roommate. It's so hard these days <laughs> to just afford a place on your own not that it's impossible but like it's definitely harder for people but i feel like financial factors are probably one of the bigger ones you know yeah you love someone but it's like can you save money yeah and i think they you could also justify it like oh we could save money but also really feel each other out living together I, and seeing I, if we're compatible i don't know because i'm i'm not the fact man i don't know where i saw this but i i heard that couples who live in Manhattan are like the best off because they could get a one bedroom and split rent between two people. God, you're really going to know that person. Yeah. Oh, well, one yeah, bedroom. because you're living oh, in like a God. 300 square foot space. One toilet. That is my nightmare. One toilet. Oh my God. I mean, that's just the difference between living in the North and living in the South. But like, that's kind of what we dealt with at grandma's. We had a small ass bathroom. She also had four bathrooms upstairs. If I had to emergency take a shat. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. But like cohabitating together is like such a norm. Is that, are you saying that correctly? Cohabitating. Co cohabitating. I feel like that's not right. It might be. I think be. it is right. Okay. But like that is that is a norm now pretty much it's like people living together right feeling it out and then Moving but not everyone gets married or not like some people are fine just living together mm -hmm. so yeah I think in I think the end to each his own right uh, for sure but I mean I think it's completely it's definitely more accepted in today's day and age to go out of order to get a house before you have kids have kids before you get married like you know, again, what you said to each their own, but like, I think it's way more accepted now than it was when our parents were 
our age to do those things. Having a conversation though with your significant other, what is it about, John? Communication. <laughs> and just knowing where they stand in regards to finances, values, how they care for the home, like what your next steps are in your relationship. And then that really like just will open up the conversation for is it the time to move in with each other or not? So I do think though that it gets, there are there are situations I feel when it could get to a point where people, I'm not gonna say just men, but um, have Peter Pan syndrome. And if you don't know what that is, it is one's inability to believe that they are of an older age or to engage in behavior usually associated with adulthood. So basically it's just like when people don't want to accept the responsibilities of growing up, which would be leaving a roommate and either moving out on their own or moving in with a partner. What was that movie? Fail Failure to launch. Oh, I don't think I've ever Matthew seen McConaughey. it, but I'm sure there's like just based off of the title. Yeah. It's and Kate Hudson. Is she in that? Yeah. But not for nothing. I wouldn't leave that house either. I mean, you got your parents cooking you breakfast every morning. Hell but, yeah. But still like it, it is holding you back from maturing and growth and, you know, taking on your responsibilities. Like that would really annoy me if you, if we were still together and you're like, I'm never <laughs> leaving goo because he's my man and my roommate. <laughs> Bros for life. But it does, uh, it does say it is more commonly attributed to men. But, you know, it can affect women. As uh, well. I also heard there's Peter Pam syndrome. <laughs> and Pam or Pan? Pam. I could, let Pam. me help you with the Pam Pam. Oh, is the N silent? <laughs> yeah. Where women don't want to leave their cocoon because they're comfortable. So there. You got me. Okay. So in the end, it's all about when you know, you know, do you. <laughs> when you know, you know. No, I don't think that you yeah. could just like rely on that. When you know, you know. Well, you just have a, that conversation with your partner. You're going to know internally, like you're going to be like, okay, well, it's you, time. you know that you want to spend your future with them. Yes. Like this isn't news to both of you that like you want to cohabitat <laughs> with one another. <laughs> and like when you do get to the point that you feel like you are ready to move in with your significant other, I think that we just like do a short term into, lease. Well, no, I was going to say like <laughs> we moved in with family, which is a challenge in itself. But I think renting before buying a home for sure making sure that you know you guys do get along living together that was a challenge living with your family but at the same time there was no rent there was no contracts nothing nothing, if lose, nothing yeah. worked i could have left you know peace out bitch it's like put the least amount of restriction on yourself if you guys decide to do something just to feel it out at first yeah like you don't want to jump into anything that's super permanent or even, Again, like, but even doing like a one year lease would be pretty I mean, permanent. I mean, everyone does that, but I wish like maybe if it's still kind of a fresh relationship and you guys are going to move in together, I'd be like, do a six month. Well, and just also knowing the consequences going in, like if we do go into a one year lease, like how much would I have to break this? And like, you don't want to go into it with those thoughts, but like always kind of having that, you know, plan B. So John, we are going to jump into our segment. Give you, it to me. No, we're not. Would you rather, Mofo, stop trying to take it away from the podcast? Honestly, I forgot. I forgot. Well, I forgot that would you rather comes first. Look it up. Off the top of my head. Um, Go. Let me think of it first. Let me think. You got nothing. I know. There's nothing rattling on in that brain. <laughs> um, why don't you go first? I have a good one. Would you rather be able to talk to land animals, animals that fly, or animals that live underwater? Probably land animals because I'm around them the most. And like, I would just want to have chats with Kobe. He's a land animal. 
I would choose land animals too. Yeah. Because when Kobe was dry heaving earlier today, I would like to be like, hey, bro, what is wrong? <laughs> right. Do you have to burp or is. Do I have do to bring, bring you to, you to the, the vet? vet? What yeah. is happening? Right. And plus, like, I'm just thinking about like walking around, like going to the zoo. Like, I would like to talk to like a cow or a giraffe or a zebra or a lion. Okay. So that's that. Uh, those are my responses. Okay. I have one for you specifically that I just thought about. Okay. Would you rather never be able to use your PlayStation or any gaming device ever for the rest of your life or never be able to consume another alcoholic beverage? Oh my God, that's, that is tough. If I was going to go the healthy route, I would say no alcohol. But if I want to actually enjoy my life more so, I would choose alcohol. It's like, it's like, it's like a double-edged sword because like one is like, you don't necessarily have to like rely on alcohol, but like it is a social scene. Like, you I would know. have to choose, I'd have to choose not play PlayStation. Wow. Yeah. I'm a little bit surprised there. But it's also you and I bond over that. Like we like to go out and have a drink, have like happy hour, do like have dinner. Right. Like if you chose to just like play video games. Over that. get divorced, yeah. Yeah, true. Because I'd be like, I enjoy watching a TV show and with you and drinking a glass of wine or going to dinner. Now, do you want to jump into our segment, the next one? Let's do Give it. Give it to me straight. Give it to me straight, And baby. now we are jumping into our segment, Give It To Me Straight, where we answer all of your burning questions. If you guys have any questions that you want us to answer, you could email us at hello at giveittomestraightpodcast.com. Okay, question number one. Okay, so this uh, kind of coincides with what we were talking about today. Um, hello, Alex and John. My question is about roommates. Have you had any roommate nightmares? How did you get through it? Me and my boyfriend were living with roommates and we had one who was awful. My boyfriend, the shitty roommate and one other was on the lease, but the shitty one was always acting like it was his house. And he was oh so graciously allowing all of us to stay there. He would allow people to stay weeks at a time, allow anyone to come and use the kitchen, allow anyone to walk in the house whenever, even if he wasn't there, he'd allow them to park in the driveway. So people like myself who lived there had to park on the side of the house. He would throw out our food or move my things in the fridge for no reason. Now, when I say he'd allow people to stay for weeks at a time, keep in mind, he's allowing them to stay in someone else's room without their permission. Honestly, the list goes on. Me and the shitty roommate recently got into it and I packed up mine and my boyfriend's things and I left. I'm asking you guys for advice to see if this behavior is normal and if I'm being the unreasonable one. No, that's crazy. That is the worst shit I've ever Ooh. heard. I would go to prison for assault. So that's like one thing that we didn't really dive into, though, about like living again, because we were talking about like moving in with your significant other, but like moving in with another roommate who isn't respectful of your space. That is tough. Have you ever had a situation like Where's that? Where's that guy's self-awareness of being an asshole or, like, or what, girl, like, whoever that is? Do you get a choice of like who you were living with? And You're like going to not... let random people, random people in your house and you're not even there and your roommates don't even know who they are and you letting them live there? Well, number one, it's about not just self-awareness and like knowing your your space and like what you're doing is inconsiderate, but it's having respect for the other people around you. Like not only like invite people over after you've asked permission from the parties who live in that space, especially if they're going to be staying in their rooms. Oh my God. So this happened to my cousin wait, once. Wait, he said, is yes. it a guy or a girl? I think... I feel like it's a guy. It was a guy. Reason. I think she said it was a I'm guy. I'm getting so heated right now. But like he he's letting random people sleep in the roommates' rooms. What? Oh my god. I'm I'm already digging a grave. Six feet. 
I don't know if there's much that I would really have to say other than I would try to move out because I just feel like that's again like a level of respect unless like you guys have talked to him about this before and he hasn't changed his behavior obviously we say it all the time communication is key but like to me this is just absurd behavior your solution to that though is whoever the landlord is you give the list of discrepancies to him whether they give a shit or not that can give some ammo for you to be able to break that lease what will end up happening is you're gonna have to try to find someone to move like in is there this a friend you. though because i feel like it could be harder if this is someone who's a friend no way if that's your friend the erratic behavior like you would know that beforehand so like again this is like where you draw lines when you live with people and like you have to set boundaries when you live in a space with other people obviously everyone has different styles of living how they do the dishes how they you know make their beds or whatever but like you are living in a communal space like you have to set those boundaries otherwise someone is going to end up with in annoyed the or ground. their feelings hurt yeah um you know whether that is you guys figuring out responsibilities you know you can't be the only person taking out the trash you can't be the only person i don't know there's just like so many things that go into living with another person and their living styles um especially when you have shared spaces like kitchens and bathrooms and all that stuff but like when they're disrespecting your personal space like not just the shared space like the kitchen because it's one thing to have a party and like trash the kitchen whatever they could clean up for them to have guests over into your personal room like are they cleaning the sheets after the, the fact that they're not even asking oh, I'm, you i'm banking on that's a hard no that's this, a hard no. They're cleaning the sheets. So what, what's your advice? I would make a list, give it to the landlord. Half the time landlords don't give a shit, but like still, hopefully they will work with you on breaking your lease. I would do that as a last resort. Last but, resort. No, no, no. Like, but I think that first I would have a conversation with this person and set your boundaries and be like, I don't know if this, if the lines were blurred before, but these are my expectations. And I, I don't cross these boundaries with you. And even if this isn't a boundary for you and you think it's okay for me to invite whoever over to sleep in your bedroom, this isn't okay with me. Okay, so that's your piece. We're gonna agree to disagree. Get no, the fuck, I, no, no, just just leave. <laughs> the boundary has been completely crossed. crossed. That person's way in enemy lines. It's, <laughs> enemy it's done. lines, it's done. done. Get the fuck out of there. That's that's crazy. That is crazy. And I'm sorry that you have to do that. Living with roommates is can be a great thing, but it could also be fucking a nightmare. I'm gonna find you an attorney. <laughs> yeah. All right. So question number two. I just got engaged last week in New York City. I wanted advice. We both know nothing about weddings or planning them. What advice do you have for us? Where do we start? <laughs> that was it. <laughs> well, I mean, she said, P.S. Do you guys do wedding videos in California? We are in Orange County. Ooh, nice. We do travel for weddings. Um, but this is a question on a lighter note, which is nice. Wait, to, don't brush nice over that. Don't, wait, wait, don't brush over that. Yeah, we do weddings. <laughs> Feel free to fly us out to California and we will film that wedding. All over. That's a great question. I think a lot of people don't know where to start when they first get engaged. Number one, I would say enjoy it. A lot of people just think that they have to jump into planning. I think definitely take your time, soak it all in because planning can be stressful. But when you do start planning, you do want to start with venues. That's usually where you're going to see what is open, what is available. A lot of people just think like, I'm going to get married on this date because I love this date, which isn't necessarily true. Like you might love that date, but the venue you love might not have that open. So you definitely want to start by looking at venues, browsing, see what you guys lean towards more, whether that be like a castle or like a beach wedding or, you know, a ballroom or like whatever industrial, whatever style you're more drawn to. Go see venues in person, 
And then that's like really the first place to start. Then they'll give you a list of like preferred vendors. And Me personally, I think having a coordinator, whether it's, you know, a coordinator throughout your whole wedding or even a day of coordinator, because ours really did help out a lot. Well, and coordinators can also help with your budget. Like once you decide on a budget, they'll walk you through a process of, okay, this is what we could fit into your budget if this is more of your style. And, you know, if you have a good coordinator or a good planner, they won't go out of your guidelines. If you were like, we want to spend $10,000. Or if you say, we want to spend $100,000. Like it is their job to stick within within that that budget. budget. Yeah. Yeah. So set your budget, go view venues. But yeah, I would consider getting a coordinator if you really don't know where to begin or go from there. But they just help so much with the timing. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. Because it becomes like a full-time job. It's just, it's very time-consuming planning a wedding. It's fun. It goes really quick. And just try to enjoy the process. Oh, you know, my advice though for them of the day of their wedding, whether that's what she asked or not, because I told our couple last week this, is give yourself like five to 10 minutes if you can with your fiance. Because like- Well, your new new hub or your your new hub. So like after the ceremony, like during cocktail, whatever, whatever, just give yourself a moment with your significant other five to 10 minutes, because that's what I remember from our wedding is just sitting there in the kitchen and just being like, John has a early onset dementia, but that's what he does remember was five to 10 minutes in our kitchen. That's what I remember from yeah. our wedding. It was nice. Just like having mm-hmm. that moment with you. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah. Cause you know, there it's so busy. It's such a busy day and things are moving so quickly. Um, it is important to take time for yourselves. Um, but congratulations. It's super exciting. Yeah, awesome. uh, but I think that's all that we have for you guys today. Anything else you want to say, John? No, that was, that's about it. If you guys are enjoying, okay. <laughs> that's about it. That's about it. If you guys are enjoying our podcast, please give us a five-star rating. Like, subscribe. And review. We would love to know what you love about our podcast. Or what you think we should talk about. Oh, I thought you were going to say, or what you don't love about our podcast. Nope. I'm words of affirmation. Only nice things. (laughs) Only nice things. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to email us any of your questions, you could contact us at hello at giveittomestraightpodcast.com. You could find us on Instagram at giveittomestraightpodcast. And you could go to our website at giveittomestraightpodcast.com. Bay, you are crushing that. I'm like so proud of you. Wow. I'm like, I definitely need a sip of my wine after this. I know. It's the first time that I drank my drink before you. You do this all the time. Even when we go live on TikTok, you like chug your drink and I'm just talking the whole time. I'm thirsty. Maybe this is why I lose my voice. I need to hydrate more. Oh, I also want to say thank you to everyone who gave us some recommendations or me some recommendations for um, voice therapist. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, people reached out. I was like very appreciative. So thank you, everyone. But we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.